Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Red Robin is bringing the heat with its limited-time summer heat wave menu. Put some sizzle into your summer with the new Scorpion Gourmet Burger with pepper jack and jalapeno coins. Or share some scorpion wings drizzled in scorpion pepper sauce and Whiskey River barbecue. And cool off with a refreshing pineapple chili margarita. If spicy isn't your thing, Red Robin has more than 25 gourmet burgers with free refills of bottomless fries on the side. Red Robin's summer heat wave is awesome. On all summer long, but hurry in, it's only for a limited time. Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Travis Cronin. You're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. Today I'm joined by my two lovely guest hosts, the woman with the thousand wavy curls, Gwen Flamberg. I mean, right now it's not exactly a thousand, <laughs> but I'm so happy to be here with you guys. <laughs> Happy to have you. And Sarah, don't call me a ginger Huron is also here. Hello, hello. <laughs> How are we? We are so good. Guys, we have some extra fun mess to dive into today. We have dueling yachts battling out in the south of France. A kid who's only washed when his parents see dirt. A man creeping on his sister-in-law's nudes. Uh, and a man squatting in a stadium. And don't worry, there's much, much more. Before we get into this, which I'm so excited for, let's talk about our woes of the week. The story that just sent my co-hosts aghast, flying back to the wall, knocking them out of their socks, and made them just go, whoa. Sarah Huron, what made you go, whoa, this week? My woe this week is about Kelly Clarkson. Um, this divorce with Brandon Blackstock just continues um, getting very even messier. Um, they split over a year ago, are still fighting in court, and it was just ruled that she is going to have to pay him nearly $200,000 a month in child and spousal support, which is insane. But and my favorite thing about court documents is finding out how much people make every month. Yes. So, Gwen, do you know? Do you want yes. to guess? Gwen, how much do you think Kelly Clarkson makes per month? I'm going to go out on a limb and say per month she makes about, gosh, because she's doing that. It's pretty high. Show. It's pretty high. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to say like six hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, more like one point nine million dollars a, a month? month. Yes, a month. 
I mean, um, I wish I wish I had married her and was estranged. Ah, uh, seriously, I was shocked by that number. And you're right; the best part about court documents is finding out how much people make, and that's so much a month. It's so much a month. Like I'll never forget reading about like Jana Kramer making like six hundred k or something a month, and I was like, in what world is Jana Kramer getting all this money? Um, nothing compared to Kelly Clarkson's one point nine million dollars. Um, but I just like need this guy to. I take his money, whatever, but I feel as though it just makes me so sad. You think back to that American Idol performance when she was crying over what a great guy he was and how he wasn't like her dad singing piece by piece. Turns out yeah. it kind of sucks. So we need to get this divorce wrapped up and let free Kelly. Free Kelly. Um, let her bathe in all of her millions in peace. Gwen Flamberg, what made you go whoa this week? Oh my gosh, you guys, who has smelling salts? I still need them because have you seen those pictures of Adam Driver? How do you have those? Are you kidding me? No. So Adam Driver is the new face of a Burberry men's fragrance. And in the ad, he basically is shirtless and runs with a horse into the water and then basically is like the hottest centaur ever. But like his body, I've always thought that Adam Driver was like sexy, sort of very unique looking yet sexy. And I happen to, um, ha- I happen to have met him several times because we have friends in common and we go to the same New Year's Eve party every year. What? So I think that he is like the loveliest, nicest human being who is so engaged when you have a conversation with him. But now that I know what he looks like shirtless, I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to look him in the eye again. I mean, I, I am just, I'm still kind of like, Knock me off the floor. I mean, fainting. He just looks so fabulous in that ad. Well, I like how that was less of a woe and more of another sound uh, of the week that I really liked. Um, Adam Driver also just has so much surface area in those male boobies and shoulder area. There's like, it's a wide chest span. If you're, if you're oh, suggesting wow. that it was less of a woe and more of an O, you might be right, Travis. <laughs> But this is a family podcast, so let's keep it clean. Yeah, but like the older family, the kids are asleep. What made me go whoa this week, um, we're going to get into a lot of the Benjamin stuff, but it was the comments that resurfaced from J-Lo talking about Ben Affleck's horrible back tattoo. This was from 2016 on Watch What Happens Live. You know, they drank. Andy asked J-Lo about Ben's tattoo, and she said, quote, it's awful. I mean... I would tell him that. I would tell him, like, what are you doing? And she says her main issue was design was it has, quote, too many colors. His tattoos always have too many colors. They shouldn't be so colorful. You know what I mean? They should be, like, cooler. I don't know. And this was just straight facts. And it was just, like, amazing, candid, and sort of made me like their relationship a little bit more because, you know, she can, like, call him out on his, like, horrible, horrible tattoos and shit and all that kind of stuff. I kept seeing people posting because this clip has been resurfacing, obviously, in light of all of the benefit content. And everyone was like, so this is why he wore long sleeves on the yacht. Because in that picture where they're making out and she's in the hot bikini, he's in like a long, like three quarter sleeve shirt. And it's clearly he's trying to hide that tattoo. That's horrible. (laughs) 
yes, we will not see shirtless making out pictures while JLo is in charge. I would also just like to really quickly note that Janet Kramer makes 166K a month. Her divorce was a $60,000, a $600,000 divorce. That's why I got my numbers mixed up. I don't want anyone to think Janet Kramer's running around making over a, almost half a million, over half a million dollars a month. Thank you for clarifying that. Stop sending your Venmo request to Jenna Kramer. Pick someone more wealthy. Pick Kelly Clarkson. Pick Kelly Clarkson. All right, let's jump into some news of the week. Now let's get into our Red Robin's spiciest story of the week. And this, of course, goes to the spiciest, hottest singer of the world, Jennifer Lopez, going Instagram official and yacht official with her new boyfriend, Ben Affleck. So she posted pictures on her Instagram from her birthday celebration on Saturday, July 24th. Uh, Jenjamin was on a yacht in the south of France, right off the coast of Monaco. And JLo posted 52, what it do? that beating heart emoji. Now, of course, the kissing on the yacht is an iconic moment for the two the two of them who famously were on a yacht in Jennifer's Jenny from the Block video. She wore the pink bikini. Ben was all touching that booty, heavy PDA. So it was so lovely to see these two sort of recreating that 2002 moment. They knew that what they were doing. And JLo posted a lot of pictures looking the hottest person in the whole world. And the last slide was her and Ben sharing like a really steamy kiss. And I am just so here for it. Now, uh, Matt Damon has also jumped into the chat. I love when he gets those like tiny little sound bites from red carpets on extra talking about them. And we got another one. And he says, I'm just so happy for him. He told extra, he said, he's the best. He deserves every happiness in the world. And I'm glad for the both of them. Do you think Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, he's ever like, if Ben Affleck's ever doing something like you know, when he cheated with the nanny allegedly, or when he was running around with that like young playboy model, do you think Matt Damon's like, dude, I need you to pick someone better because I'm going to be asked about this. And I'm going to have to give a quote. Like, do you think Matt Damon gets mad at Ben Affleck when he makes mistakes? Cause he knows he's going to have to answer for it on red carpets. Whereas in this moment, at least he can, he can embrace the, the benefit because everyone else is. So Matt Damon can just kind of go run with that. I think Matt Damon has spent a lot of his life and career uh, telling Ben to chill and make better decisions. Me too. Just from what I know of the both of them, I think that's a life lifelong thing. And this story gets a little bit more crazy because, you know, most celebrity couples are like two ships passing in the night, but JLo and A-Rad are like two mega yachts docking next to each other in the French Riviera. And while we always suspected, it is clear now that JLo has the bigger deck that's right. Alex Rodriguez, uh, who turned 46 on Tuesday, um, had also been hanging out on a boat in the south of France, soaking up and swimming around the seas in a boat very close to Benjamin's. Now, a source told us that um, the two had already planned to go away for JLo's 52nd birthday, and neither of them changed their plans. Um, he went with like a bunch of single ladies, but like, can we talk about this mess and how awkward this is? Gwen Flamberg, what were your first thoughts when you saw this? Well, really, my first thought, my very first thought, Travis, was like, did they coordinate to be in the same place at the same time? Like, I was like, was this a messy act? accident or are they just looking for the kinds of attention and and posts that we've been reading about all week but let's just say maybe it was a strong j coincidence because weird things happen in this world it is a very small world and clearly this is the playground of the rich and famous right now and it's you know 
during a pandemic, it's 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 kind of safe to be on your own yacht and in the open air with friends. So they both made really great choices there. I don't know. You know, I also the other funny thing was that I forgot that A-Rod was significantly younger than Jennifer. Mm-hmm. So this is yeah. this is this is a pattern for her. You know, she likes him a little bit young, a little bit young. I also just thought that she looked so absolutely incredible in those bikini pictures. And all I can say is I'll have what she's having. Get me the old therapy burger. Sarah, <laughs> what did you think? I have so many thoughts. First of all, we just have to note that um, we Us Weekly posted a meme of Jen and Ben that makeout photo and made it like about like iced coffee, like me and my iced coffee in the morning. And JLo liked it. So JLo's out here, you know, embracing the world, embracing it. I'm happy they mm-hmm. finally posted because first we got that Leah Remedy. Um, yeah. it's that photo from her birthday where like they all looked like they'd had a few. Um, and I was like, oh, this can't be your Instagram debut. So JLo rectified that real quick, posted that hot picture. Um, I mean, there's all these conspiracy theories going around that they're recreating the Jenny from the Black music video for the 20th anniversary. And it totally checks out because every side by side you see, it's like frame by frame. I it's mean, you still got the from the video. It's a still from the video. And it's like either their lives just are that video, which wow, how that's something to wrap your head around or they're recreating it, doing it on purpose. Either way, I'm here for it. I mean, I want to just be like, okay, they're together and move on. But every time I see a new picture of them or get more content, I, I can't look away. I have to, I don't even know. Like it's, it's, it's all consuming to be honest. Um, as far as A-Rod is concerned, my biggest question is why were Jesse James Decker and Eric Decker on this yacht? That is a very good question, but I've learned uh, in the past few months, ever since JLo and A-Rod broke up, not to question why other random celebrities are with him. He is just getting into that. And anyone who's semi-famous, I'm sure their managers know each other. I, you know, after seeing him in the Hamptons with Lindsay Shookus and all right. these sort of things, I mean, very valid question, but I'm still... Oh. You know, Eric Decker is a professional athlete and A-Rod is a professional athlete. And you know how like they didn't even play the same sport, but maybe they have the same All sports, sports, the same sports. No, no, but maybe they have the same sports agent. They probably do. And that's probably yeah. how they're friends. And do you still have agents when you haven't played your respective sport in years? Yes. Yeah, they get you the deals. The agent is trying to get you deals. It's yeah. just weird because Eric Decker's out here like running kittenish for Jesse James Decker and now they're on a <laughs> yacht with A-Rod. Like is A-Rod's makeup going to run in the kittenish stores? I don't know, but it's it's, it's a weird one for me. I think that's a good hypothesis here. I just came up with it, but I think I solved it myself. I think it's about <laughs> the makeup. I think Jesse James Decker is going to help A-Rod break into the makeup space. And learn what a beauty blender is. um, And, you know, J-Lo liked our Us Weekly photo, which was amazing. But A-Rod on J-Lo's birthday liked her, Jennifer's sister, Lydia Lopez's picture. Linda Lopez. Linda Linda Lopez. Lopez, Sorry. Jennifer's sister, Linda Lopez, on Instagram shared a selfie of the two of them. And she captioned it, my original BFF. I love you more than words can stay. Not only are you the most fun and my ride or die, you light up the world. And then A-Rod liked that photo which is like sort of nice, but like move on, bro. No, none of us are going to be able to move on until A-Rod or Jennifer Gardner, the other missing part piece here, does like a Vanity Fair cover story and reacts. Yep, yep. That's That's what I need. very, very fair. Well, I just love talking about this mess. The two mega yachts dueling and off the coast of Monaco with all these A-listers, sign me up. I'll take two. 
let's move on to Paris Hilton. Is she pregnant? What do you guys think? Well, Page Six reported uh, that she was pregnant. She's like was wearing a dress that was maybe unflattering, I guess. Maybe she like had lunch that day. I'm not sure. She's gorgeous and wildly thin. But she went on her podcast, This Is Paris, and says, I am not pregnant. Not yet. I'm waiting till after my wedding. My dress is being made right now, so I want to make sure it looks gorgeous and fits perfectly. So definitely waiting on that part. She continued to say, one day I can't wait to have a little girl. I want to name her London. And she says, one day there will be mini Paris's, mini Carter's, but not yet. Stay tuned for 2022. Um, you know, and this is interesting in itself, but I really want to know if you guys will be watching Cooking with Paris, the new Netflix show that is going to debut soon. Well, the best part of her quote from her This is Paris podcast was the only thing in my oven at this point is my um, lasagna. So I'm very excited to watch This is Paris. I mean, the that's hot of it all is perfect. And I also just loved, um, or not This is Paris, what is it called? Cooking with Paris. Cooking Cooking with with Paris. Paris. Very straightforward. (laughs) Um, I love that. I love that Paris Hilton, ever since that YouTube documentary, I mean, she's always been relevant. And like, I know she was making like millions and millions of dollars as a DJ, but I feel like she's kind of having a resurgence just like the rest of the early 2000s right now. And I'm so here for mm-hmm. it. And she also so told, I think Entertainment Tonight, that she woke up to about 3,000 texts. All of my iPhones are blowing up, all five of them. People wishing me congratulations and are so happy with me. I heard of people I haven't heard in years. So Paris Hilton has five iPhones, was my biggest takeaway from this. She's not pregnant, but she's got five iPhones. That This doesn't surprise me whatsoever. And I think that cooking with Paris is going to be a hoot. Also, are you guys following Brooklyn Beckham's like cooking on his Instagram? No. It's hilariously funny because he cooks like the most simple things such as like baking an egg on a roll. (laughs) Or today he made, (laughs) he made Vietnamese summer rolls, but his take of a Vietnamese summer roll was to chop up cucumber and avocado and then roll it in the rice paper roll. Like they're all like very, very simple but like he's like deeply serious about this i urge you all to follow brooklyn beckham on instagram and learn you know if you, if you don't know how to make a bacon egg and cheese well now wow. well i can't wait to see what i've been doing wrong all of this time thank you brooklyn beckham for that all right let's move on to a sort of really sad sad complicated story uh simone biles is leaving the usa gymnastics team I was shocked. I think the whole country was shocked, probably even a lot of the world. Now, Simone was attempting an advanced vault known as the Aminar, Animar, Animar, which she'd executed perfectly in a previous competition. This moves involves a backhand spring with two and a half twists in the air before landing. And it is a feat for the average Olympian, but when Biles nails it, she looks effortless. Now on Tuesday, Biles said that it looks like she got lost somewhere on the air. The CNN analyst was saying that she landed on her knees and left the field uh, close to tears. Minutes later, it came that she would not compete with her team. Now, this was a really, really, tough thing to watch because we always see Simone as this larger than life, powerful girl who has overcome so much. She was in foster care. She was sexually abused by her gymnastics coach. She has been through a lot of things and is such a fighter. 
but this landing just really took her out of the competition and it is a really sad thing to watch. What were you guys um, thinking when you either were watching the Olympics or heard this news? I, I actually don't think it's sad at all. I think it's kind of awesome because it is so rare for people, especially celebrities, to take care of themselves and <clears throat> put themselves and their mental focus as number one and to create boundaries. You know, I think earlier in the week in an interview, she spoke out about being a victim of sexual assault, which we know the, the Olympics gym, gymnasts who were um, sexually assaulted by their yeah. team doctor and the whole thing with that, how the Olympics turns a blind eye. Anyway, every media outlet picked up on it. I doubt when she said this in an interview that she thought that it was going to be like kind of almost take over the story of the Olympics. But, you know, what Simone Biles does for a living, if she, her head is not in the game, one wrong move and she could break her neck you know, let alone just right. like break a toe or an ankle. And I think that it was very courageous and brave of her to come forward and say, I need a mental break from this. So I, you know, I love Simone Biles. And I think that this was as much winning as winning a gold medal would have been. Sarah, did you have thoughts? It was a really tragic day for Team USA. Yeah, I mean, I think it is sad. I think that, you know, the the Larry Nasser of it all is just will never not be one of the most upsetting not only sports stories, but just in general stories. I think he yeah. is a monster. Um, and when she kind of, you know, said that she felt like she had to maybe, or it pushed her to do another Olympics because she's older on the older side for gymnastics at 24, which is, you know, insane, but that's a, a wild sport. Um, yeah. And she felt like she had to do it because she didn't want USA Gymnastics to, you know, push that aside. And she was the only Larry Nasser, you know, survivor who was going to be in the Olympics on the team this year. So she wanted to keep that as part of the conversation because you, as we've seen, the USA Gymnastics has a problem with pushing things aside. Yeah. Um, so it's super upsetting. I think it was great to see the videos of her like supporting her teammates and like like getting like, you guys got this, you've trained for this. Like, this is your moment. I've done this. Um, but I think it is sad. Cause I think, you know, she's always gonna, I think it was definitely probably the right thing to do. Like Gwen said, like gymnastics is a very intense sport, one wrong move. And you could literally, you know, break your body. Um, and you're like throwing yourself on things. Like it's an, it's an insane sport to ever get that far in. Um, but it is sad. Cause you know, you, I feel like as an athlete, I'm not one, but I would imagine you think about the one ifs you, you know, it, it's going to be something that she has to talk about and carry with her for a long time. But at the same time, if her, if she mentally wasn't in it and she was like thinking worse thoughts, like I can't imagine you're trying to get overcome that fear when you're about to go like throw your body over a vault or whatever. Right. And it do. could be your last vault of forever. I think what Gwen said is like very telling that she's actually protecting herself and it is a positive thing. Red Robin is bringing the heat with its limited-time summer heatwave menu. Put some sizzle into your summer with the new Scorpion Gourmet Burger with pepper jack and jalapeno coins. Or share some scorpion wings drizzled in scorpion pepper sauce and Whiskey River barbecue. And cool off with a refreshing pineapple chili margarita. If spicy isn't your thing, Red Robin has more than 25 gourmet burgers with free refills of bottomless fries on the side. Red Robin's summer heatwave is on. On all summer long, but hurry in. It's only for a limited time. Gwen Flamberg, tell me about Kitty Spencer and her amazing, gorgeous wedding. My friend was there. I was sending me pictures and it sounds incredible. Oh, you're kidding. Well, no. you probably have some, some other great scoop about the wedding, but 
Kitty Spencer married her much, 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 much older husband now. He is actually five years older than Lady Kitty Spencer's father. But if you can get over that fact, you've got to look at all of the photos of her five fabulous wedding dresses, of course, designed by Dolce & Gabbana. She is a brand spokesmodel. The dress that she got married in, the lace with the long sleeves and that train that was like maybe the longest train ever was so impeccable. I personally loved so much the baby blue dress that she wore at the reception. Mm -hmm. Each one was more fabulous than the next. But Travis, did you hear anything cool about what actually happened at the wedding? Like, was there dancing? Was the food good? So it was very, like, my friend told me, I'm supposed to be getting more details later, but he told me it was, like, very sort of, like, rigid, royal, formal for, like, everything. It, like, felt like a royal wedding. It was everyone on their best behavior, very dignified. Well, she is in the royal family. Yeah, for those who don't know. Lady Diana's niece. She is the daughter of Lady Diana's brother, right? Yes, she is. Right, so... It was a royal wedding, but, you know, was there a fun reception the way that like Meghan and Harry had the fun reception? Is that what she wore the baby blue dress for? That's what she wore the baby blue dress for. He said it was like super, super fun. Went super, super late until like 2 a.m. Everyone was dancing for like a long time. It was just glamour incarnate. But the Instagram reels that she posted with her five wedding dresses, oh. just I watched it like 10 times in a row. And it's mesmerizing. And Dolce yeah. & Gabbana on their Instagram, they have a lot of information about the making of all the dresses. And of course, if you want to see the dresses, all the information behind the significance with each design, go to usmagazine.com stylish. We have got all of the dress scoop. Yes, go to that for the shameless plug and the shameless plug coming up for Sarah here for the Right Reasons podcast. Tell us about Tyler C and his book revelations. Lots going on in Bachelor Nation this week. As always, um, Katie's season is winding down, but the drama is winding up. Tyler Cameron's book came out. You deserve better. Um, There's a lot of little nuggets. If you watched Hannah Brown's season of The Bachelorette that Tyler was the runner up on, including he gives away the whole proposal that he wrote for Hannah Brown that we never got to see him uh, deliver because she obviously picked Jed, which was definitely the biggest mistake of her life. Um, And it made me cry because Tyler Cameron is just so hot and thinking about him saying these words was just a lot for me. So that made me cry. But the juiciest parts were probably one that when he was at Wake Forest, he um, hooked up with so many girls in the same sorority that he got blacklisted from certain sororities on campus because, you know, I think he was causing drama in the sisterhood. Um, Another big revelation, he detailed the whole fantasy suite, which was quite the um, journey. And, you know, Tyler's whole thing was that him and Hannah didn't sleep together on the show. And everyone was talking about how he was like giving like this feminist icon, giving this lesson on consent because he like respected her wishes. And the whole book is like, dudes, that's really like, that's the bare minimum. It's not that hard. So he talks about his past mistakes, like things, the Wake Forest hookups and how he, you know, learned from it and learning about rejection um, and his old relationships and just like reflected on the show. So it was actually quite the interesting read. Um, Did we also get high. deed info? We got a little GG info. So there was an imp- implication. Um, let me find that <laughs> passage for you. Um, because obviously we knew that Hannah and Tyler broke up on the show. And then at the live after the final rose, her and Jed were already over and she asked him for a drink. And a few days later, we saw Tyler leaving 
Hannah's house mm-hmm. and he had never yep. talked about this. And then we knew they became friends with the whole quarantine crew thing. But after he left Hannah's house days later, he was seen with Gigi. So he did write about that. And he said, Hannah and I made plans to see each other, but I really didn't comprehend how major the reaction would be. We saw each other in LA. Well, yes, I slept at Hannah's house, but we didn't sleep together. We weren't in a relationship at that point, And we definitely weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. He said, but I still put Hannah in a tough position. He wrote seemingly referring to Gigi Hadid saying he was seen with another girl days later. That's one thing I feel very sorry for. If I could go back and do it all again, I would have handled it differently. My communication would have been better. So it was more so framed as the, like, he regrets, you know, going out. No with name Gigi dropping. Hadid. Yeah, but no name dropping. We still don't know why he was at that funeral for her grandma for them to break up a day later. But, you know, Gigi's back with Zane and had the baby. So I think maybe I don't know if Tyler ever really comprehended his his moment with with Gigi in the spotlight there. Fair enough. Well, God, looking at pictures of him just makes everyone's days brighter. You can say that again. Well, let's go to uh, maybe the most hated lady on Instagram right now, Jamie Lynn Spears. Um, And the thing with her husband this week is wild. So Britney Spears fans are lighting up social media after calling Jamie Lynn Spears' husband out because he was caught red-handed gawking at Britney Spears' topless Instagram post. This man's name is also Jamie. Jamie, well, Jamie, Jamie. Jamie Watson. And he can be seen in an image posted by Jamie Lynn on social media, looking at the photo of Britney topless. Jamie Lynn's post said, kindness, do you know what it, do you know what really turns me on? What I find incredible sexy? Kindness. And then of course people zoomed in and found that he was looking at topless pictures of his wife's sister. And it was just really, really strange. Now this uh, moment comes right after Jamie Lynn attempted to defend herself against critics who were slamming her because Brittany allegedly bought her a condo in Florida. Jamie Lynn responded, I don't own a condo and I can assure you that no one has ever bought me a place on the beach. I prefer my beach vacations at the Ritz anyway. (laughs) Simple facts. Y'all need to stop reaching. Jamie Lynn, of course, disabled these comments. I mean, where to begin here? The mess that is Jamie Lynn Spears. What do you guys think? I just still can't get over this, the sad of it all. Like, it's just so crazy to me. This, the story gets crazier and crazier and crazier, but it, you know, it all makes a lot more sense now, you know? Yeah. Fair enough. I agree. I think it's so the Jamie Lynn Spears of it all. I think I said this last week, it's fascinating to me, but just like knowing that, I mean, like Jamie Lynn Spears and Jamie Watson, like are just normal people. I mean, I know she's like an actress and stuff, but like they're on this vacation home and they're also looking at Britney's posts and trying to figure out like what's going on. Um, I mean, they know more than we do, obviously, but like, do you think he walks into the room and he's like, JL, she just posted a topless photo. Like, do you think like they talk about it or do you think she didn't realize he was looking at her Instagram? Like, it's kind of bizarre. I think that he brought it up and he's like, oh, your sister posted like a topless photo on Instagram. And she's like, okay, now I have to post on Instagram for this. And that her husband, Jimmy Watson, probably was staring at the photo a little too long. (laughs) That that is my wild speculation about what is happening in that photo. Well, we know that Britney's lawyer has done more in three weeks for her. The new lawyer has done more in three weeks than her Uh, other court appointed lawyer did in 13 or however many years. Um, Mm -hmm. And they did name the person that they would like to take over for Jamie 
as the conservator. And from what I understand there, his plan is to try to get Jamie to step down before they end the conservatorship. So they're kind of going that direction of let's replace him, get him out and then maybe try to end it. So I'm happy that there's been like movement in the case, but I don't think the hearing's till December. Yeah, it is not for December, but I am so glad that she finally got it into the court, take away my dad, give it to somebody else. It is moving in the right direction. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Well, in lieu of celebrity birthday boxing mania today, because I didn't really like the celebs who have birthdays this week. Sorry to everyone who does. Um, Sarah Huron, why don't you tell us, um, take us to Jersey, which you always do. Um, But tell us what's up with Sammy's sweetheart. Yeah, coming at you live from the Dirty Jurors, as always. Um, Sammy Sweetheart, obviously, who never came back to the Jersey Shore revivals, um, only one. She, There's been a lot of speculation lately about her relationship status. She got engaged two years ago to her boyfriend of two years. They were forced to postpone their wedding during Corona, like many other couples. And they have since wiped each other from their Instagram pages, Tales Oldest Time. And in a very 2021 way, Sammy Sweetheart confirmed via TikTok that she is indeed single and she will not be coming back to Jersey Shore. She did one of those where it's like you're answering your most frequently asked questions um, to that beat and you're doing a little hand motions, a little bit of hand jive meets uh, ask me anything <laughs> but it. Um, yeah. And she is single. So Sammy Sweetheart and Christian are no more. Um, we obviously you know she had ditched her wedding ring or her engagement ring at some of her appearances lately. Um, do we think she should come back to Jersey Shore? I know she said she wouldn't, but. I definitely think she should. She is single now and the, Go to the Jersey Shore, make out with people. I love people fresh off a breakup for reality television. They're perfect. Agreed. Jim Tan Laundry never dies. Jim Tan Laundry. And before we go, if you want to see the most lovely pictures of the week, Issa Rae's wedding, usmagazine.com slash stylish. I have never seen a more beautiful bride. She looked regal, but Issa looked like a goddess. Yeah, she she was in a princess dress designed by Vera Wang with Chantilly lace, and she changed into a shorter, more little A-line number for the reception. What really got me for this wedding that she had in Cape St. John Cap Ferrand was that ponytail. That ponytail yes. by her hairstylist, Felicia Leatherwood, just absolutely magnificent, long, curly ponytail. Like Beautiful. to have a sleek yet voluminous in the back, long, curly ponytail. I mean, absolute heaven. It's what I will be wearing on hot summer nights. Oh, perfect. We ship Issa and her ponytail. All right. Well, thank you so much to my host, Sarah and Gwen, for helping me spill all this piping hot celebrity this week. This is Travis Crone, Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast, with your weekly peek into the glamour, glitter, fashion, fame of your favorite celebrities. After all, let's see if we can say this together this week. They're just like like us. us. Wow, still tragic. Come back next week to see if we get it better. Thank you all. Thank you.